We're just a, f- a few days into Advent, but already a number of times as we've been reading from Isaiah, we hear Isaiah saying of the coming of the Messiah on that day. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but it's a, it's a messianic phrase, but Isaiah has before him the, the vision, the image of what, what it will be like when the Messiah comes. And he, he keeps saying, on that day, um, I had read that there are there's 89 times when that phrase is used in Scripture, 40 of them are used by Isaiah. And so what's really beautiful about that phrase is that it's very specific, on that day, and someone might think, well, I, that's it's a nice phrase, but, but it, it seems awfully hard to believe that all of these amazing promises could get concentrated right down into something that particular and that tight. And, and yet, it's exactly what God has done. On that day in Bethlehem, when the Savior is born, is set in motion everything that Isaiah talks about. And in one person, it will all be fulfilled. There, there, there's this beautiful concentrating of, of the whole work of God, everything, centuries of promises and, and work by God, all coming down in, into this very specific person, the Son of God made man, the very specific time in which he was born. It's all right there. But the beautiful thing about that is that we, we have access to share in all of that in the Lord Jesus. I mean, he is the one who in himself fulfills all of the promises. Remember the movement of Advent in these first about two weeks before we get up to the shift on December 17th. The, the pattern in the church's readings is always the promise, usually through Isaiah, the fulfillment in Jesus. And so Isaiah says that the Lord is an eternal rock. And then in the gospel, Jesus says, my teachings, if you live by them, you will experience that truth that you will not be shaken no matter what storms you may face. So the promise, the fulfillment, that's the pattern. But, but all of it in, in the Lord. I mean, so it's, it's real, it's, it's accessible. It's something that we have access to. None of this ever stays abstract. There are, there are other religions in the world that are only ever abstract principles. The beauty and, and the thing that's radically different about Christianity is it's so incarnational that, that God brings it all down into the flesh. And the good news in that is, is that by, in, in doing that, it, 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 it's how we have access to it. It's the only way that it could become real for us because we don't live except in the flesh. And so everything that we're hearing, all of these promises from Isaiah, know, believe that it's in Christ that these are really truly fulfilled and that it's in him, come in the flesh, that it's made real for us. None of this is just pious platitudes. When Jesus says, "I, I am that rock, that solid foundation for your life, he really means it. He really means that no matter what you may go through, if you hold fast to him, 
your house, the house of your life, will, will not be utterly destroyed. This is real stuff. And we pray today, I pray for us, that, that we will wonder and, and awe and just marvel at how the Lord brings it all right down to this specific moment of the coming of our Savior. But, but in that, it makes it, it real and accessible for us that every beautiful promise really is meant to become real in, in our own life right now, no matter what it is that we're going through.